morning, everyone. Hello, and welcome to Coffee Life and All the Things. We're a podcast where we discuss anything and everything over coffee. We're your hosts. I'm Tatiana. And I'm Jill. And today we'll be talking about all the things about job searching. Yes, very much so. But before we get into that, how are you, Jill? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Have you had any coffee today? Yeah, so I have to uh, strike my comments from our last week's podcast about being on the fence about my pumpkin spice creamer. What? Because this weekend I decided to pull out my frother, which I have not used in so long. Okay. And I frothed up the creamer and made more of a latte, and it was so delicious that I'm having that again today. <laughs> oh my, that sounds really good. It just feels like such a treat than just my normal coffee because I typically just drink it with oat milk and a little bit of half and half and it just feels fun for the fall. Yeah, well, it sounds lovely. Yeah, so what about you? How did your birthday go? Is your vertigo better? And what are you drinking today? Uh, well, the first question, it is, I feel so much better. Thank you for asking. Um, oh, good. I just, yeah. If anyone else is dealing with it, I just went on to like YouTube um, and there were, I found one video from a doctor that does all these exercises, like where you lay down and you have to tilt your head. Um, so I've been doing those and it cleared up like uh, a lot that afternoon or Thursday when we recorded. So I feel a lot better. We are okay. on the mend. And today um, I made coffee at home just to my Keurig. Just had that and a little bit of creamer. Nothing nothing fancy, but it was good. And it's I'm bad. back to like I will say like we're starting to get cooler, thank heavens, in the desert. Um, so I did have hot coffee today, which is a change. Nice. It's, it's been ice lately, but so that's about it. That's good. Yeah, nothing too, too crazy. Um, so, like you said, we are talking about job searching today. Yes. And I thought we could just tell everyone, like, how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> and happy to go first. Um, so I, while we're doing this podcast, am looking for a job. Like, unfortunately, like, as I think I mentioned in a previous episode, I did move for a job that was offered. Um, but because of COVID and the industry I was in, um, my position was eliminated, unfortunately. Um, but I'm not alone. It's not the only one that that's happened to like across the country. So I feel your pain. So, um, you know, we're just kind of back searching. How about, yeah. yeah. Well, I was in a little bit different of a position because I actually lost my job at towards the end of last year. And the company I had worked with that we worked at together, they were bought mm -hmm. out a while back and they kind of saw the writing on the wall a little bit. So it wasn't a total shocker, but they basically had a massive layoff and I was part of that. So, um, I was searching and then due to COVID, obviously it made it so much harder. Mm -hmm. I actually had been interviewing like the week before the lockdown and had a second interview and thought things were going to 
maybe, you know, happen. And then everything kind of just went in a freeze mode for at least the first couple weeks. Yeah. So here we are back to job search. I feel like I'm kind of back to square one yeah. a little bit, but um, I don't know. I do know people have been getting hired, so I'm hoping that um, it happens. Yeah. Like I, I don't know about you, but like I was, you know, job searching right before this too, like the end of last, last year, cause I wanted to make a move. So to be kind of thrown back into it is like I feel I felt really you know I feel really frustrated I'm like I was just doing this it's so frustrating and and it, it is you know it's always frustrating to to job search and constantly like you know on interviews just like you have to be on and it's it's it can be really draining and it's I don't know about you but you know when you go on to LinkedIn or other platforms and right now it's just like the simplest job is like over 200 applicants and it's just kind of yeah. like oh yeah it's so frustrating and I just I don't know about you I kind of feel that you probably feel the same way it's just like it's like a full-time job looking for a job and I'm sure that you were just in this position it's like the last thing you want to do is be looking again yeah I just feel like it's a lot of work and like you said you have to be on with all the questions and the interviewing process and I don't know. I just, I really hate the job searching process. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to think of the possibilities, but it's just also, there's so many people applying right now that it feels a little bit, I feel a little bit pessimistic about it. I know people, you know, post mostly on LinkedIn, like, you know, I've been searching for X amount of weeks or months and I finally landed somewhere and I'm like, you know, yay, good for you. At the same time, I'm like, well, crap, like <laughs> you got yeah. a job. <laughs> Um, but I, I do feel like, and I think that's normal, but I do feel really, you know, grateful that at least I'm healthy, you know, and have a skill set or a career that I get to rely on. Like I, my heart really does go out to the recent grads because this is just, I don't, I don't know what I would, would do. Like you have to on, on board virtually at least right now you know like Mm -hmm. I don't know is that gonna change I don't know which I personally right now don't mind but like when you're just you know like a recent grad and you really don't know anything really you know like that was just hard and my my heart just goes out to them yeah I know I do I do feel lucky because my husband thankfully has his job and we luckily had some savings and I qualified for an extended unemployment because of COVID, which kind of saved us. So I just feel thankful for all of that. But also, you know, I'm kind of exhausted from the whole situation. Yeah. Well, and you know what? It's kind of like there's just a lot of feelings right now <laughs> yes. because I also, you know, and I, I've had, I have met people and have friends that did keep their jobs and they feel bad. You know, like the people that have jobs too, like they're doing double, triple the work too. Yes. So check in on your friends that also have jobs. Cause then they also, I feel like some people are also maybe feeling guilty that they have a job, which you shouldn't like, I'm certainly not mad at you because you got to keep your job, but yeah. I get that that could be just as trying and frustrating too, but then you don't want to voice it because you're like, oh, but you don't have a job. So yeah. all feelings I feel, I think are 
justified right now. Like it's just, it's, it's a lot. It's a yes, lot. It's a lot. I also, everyone. you know, part of me is like a little silver lining and thankful that I've had so much time to spend with our daughter this past yeah. year because it's time I never would have had. And like, got to see so many milestones I likely would have missed the firsts of. So there's a little bit of like thankfulness that I got to, to be here for that. So yeah, but yeah, that but definitely really I have actually talked to a few friends at companies where they're like the last man standing basically. And oh, man. I think it's lonely and they're also just mm. being overworked. And mm -hmm. I think some are still having reduced pay because of everything and they're also oh. working just as hard and that yeah. must be so hard yeah it's oh man that's tough um but to switch gears a little bit so something I've always like and I've I've managed people in groups and even pre-covid have always told everyone and I'm glad that I did this but keep your resume updated at least once a year so such good I, advice. Yeah. I um and I I think I told you that when we were working together, did I? If not, I maybe I Maybe, it out but <laughs> I obviously didn't listen to your advice and I wish I had because I you're right. I should keep this in practice because mine was not updated when I left my last company. And even actually when I was working there, I had been approached with some recruiters and I was scrambling to put a resume together at the last minute, which is kind of not the way you want to mm. present yourself. You want to make sure you have yeah. it updated and then you've had chances to edit it a couple of times. So such good advice. Yeah. Um, so yours is all updated now, I'm sure, because you're looking. Yes. Yeah, so I, I kept mine updated. Um, and so I'm just going to, so I have been looking into, it kind of happened weird, but I've been looking into the ATS systems, which stands for Applicant Tracking Systems. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't heard of this. I mean, you mentioned it to me in an, another conversation, but I have yet to learn more and I'm really um, excited to talk about this. Yeah. So I, I mean, I always kind of knew that HR um, would especially in the bigger companies use these systems that um, where if you as a job seeker uploads your resume, HR on the back end can, um, what's the word I'm trying to use? Oh, uh, like we'll tell the system to flag certain like keywords. Like obviously if it's a podcasting, whatever company, let's just say <laughs> first thing that came to mind, you know, your keywords are probably going to be like, producer things that you want to hire for um, recording and things like that and then so it'll read through all the resumes and then kind of flag the people that they think this the HR let's say a recruiter should view so you have to get past that with your oh, resume okay. and I actually started learning more about it because again being in quarantine um a lot of people were on tiktok and all of a sudden i was seeing a lot of career coaches on there that were giving really really great advice um also some conflict conflicting advice so i was i'm like well what should i do i don't understand because i've always liked um maybe a column resume just you know kind of keep skills and things like that on one side and then experience on the other i think it's just 
for your mind visually nice and easier to read. But then what I learned was the applicant system does not like that because it's hard to scan. So it might not scan your keywords like in your skills. So it's yeah. So it's actually best is to keep just like one page, no columns. Um, So I redid mine (laughs) to that. Now I feel like I have to redo my resume because mine is. Well, we both kind of were in the more creative side of marketing, and so I I did try to make mine a little bit more in columns and kind of really easy to read for HR or hiring manager. But never knew. I mean, it makes total sense that they're using mm-hmm. these systems because especially like you said, when you look at LinkedIn, one app, one job gets posted and like six hours later, there's like 300 applicants. Yeah. There's no way to read through all of those. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying it. Like I, I actually did get with my new like one page format. Um did get an invitation for additional questions. <laughs> okay. So I hope it's working. Another thing I read too is I guess it's easier to read. Like I usually was uploading PDFs just because, you know, I don't want the format to change and things like that. Right. Um, but some applicant systems do better if you just leave it as a Word doc file, like a DOC or DOCX. So I'm going to try that next. I do notice that sometimes when I've applied, because same, I usually use a PDF because I want my format to stay and Mm -hmm. fonts to stay as is. Yeah. But I do notice, especially at bigger companies, they've asked me to upload a doc or type it into their like own system, which is frustrating because you're like, I I already have a formatted resume. I know. But I'm sure those are cases where they are definitely using keywords because you're just pasting your resume into their own system. So they can yeah. scan them. Yes. And you know what? I came across this, um, I think it was another TikTok on my For You page where all these tips are coming from like career coaches, but then I got served a video from somebody in HR because I do know that some people are highlighting like the job description and putting it in their resume at like one point uh, oh, font size and white to get past that because it's obviously like you have all the keywords and everything that they're looking for. But on the flip side, an HR wow. person was like, don't do that. <laughs> because when I see that and I, A, yes, you got past my ATS system, but now I'm looking at your resume and it doesn't have anything that I need. So I'm flagging you as no, never. I'm pissed off now. And I was oh. like, oh, Good to know. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, it's like my husband's company. I think if you interview there um, and you – so that you, they have a really long interviewing process and you interview yeah. with a bunch of different people. And if you get a no, you like can't apply at the company for even any position for like a, a year, I believe. See, it's kind of crazy, which I think is a little ridiculous. That, but That bothers companies me. Companies do that stuff, which is crazy that- to me. That bothers me because as someone that has had to hire, like sometimes I get down to two candidates and it's by minuscule. Like it could just be like, I just think this person's going to gel a little bit better with the team. It doesn't mean that your skill set and I don't think you can't do the job. So I'm like to punish someone like that. So that's that in that case, you wouldn't be actually a flagged. No, it's if they like if you say something in the interview where they're just like this. Oh, okay. Definite no. 
Like if it's have, down okay. to you and one other candidate and they really liked you, they uh-huh. won't flag you. But Oh, okay. I thought it was at least at least for them. In. Okay. But I do know a friend who worked at Facebook and I I believe it's the same thing like if you don't get the position you have to wait six months or a year to reapply. I, I read it on their website too once where it's like they want uh-huh. you to basically like reset and like build up your skill set or something and then try again. Hmm. But I feel like it's same. Like, is it just because you had a bad day interviewing you? There's so many reasons an interview yeah. can go badly. Yeah. I mean, sometimes too, like, Maybe you're having just an off day. The person that's interviewing you is just having an off day. That maybe totally. has nothing to do with it. Could be a personal problem. Like you don't know what's going on in people's lives. So it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I think those systems are a little bit intense. Yeah, it does sound intense. So you've so you've reformatted your resume now to this ATS system. So have you applied to a bunch of places yet where you think they're using that or noticed any changes in like maybe feedback from companies that you've applied at um you know it's just so hard because you never know who's using it or not Mm -hmm. um and you do have to change you know your resume almost every time you know depending on what job it is like I'm I'm not I'm not applying to anything and everything like I definitely want to be selective um yeah but I, I have, you know, I've, I've gone on interviews. I've, I think I told you I, earlier this year I did – I didn't – wasn't offered the job, but I, I just knew, like, talking the, – the people, the managers, and I think I even talked to the owner, were lovely. But the way – like, the certain questions they were asking and certain things, I was like this – and they didn't offer any benefits, which I'm like, really? That's like, a- in this day and age? Um so it was just a no-go for me. I was like, this is not – I'm going to be miserable. And I'm like, why, like, why take a – like, I don't want to also just take a job to take a job. Like, I right. feel like we're older. We have enough experience. I know who I can work with and who I can't. Um. So I just said no. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, thank you. Like, I know I'm going to be miserable. And I'm like, Yeah, what? I've had a few – interviews with either recruiters or mm-hmm. um, a couple companies. And I've noticed that I feel, I don't know if it's because we're in this crisis and there's so many people looking, but a couple things that I have been not really offered, but like gotten further along in the interview process, mm-hmm. salary requirements come up and they're just so much lower than I would yeah. expect. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're just, which I feel like maybe their budgets are smaller or maybe they're just trying to take advantage of this huge job market. But it's also hard when you're just like, well, I don't want to take a huge pay cut. Like, yeah. is it worth it right now? Like, is this the only offer I'm going to get? Yeah. So there's this like balance of trying to figure out what to do in that situation. Yeah, um, that's tough. I think if it was the right opportunity where I saw a lot of potential for growth, I'd be more willing to take mm-hmm. a cut. But for a position that like, I don't see that in, I don't think I would do it. Yeah. And, you know, I think everyone's financial situation's different. Like I, uh, you know, luckily you, you have some, somebody at home bringing in the monies, um, but some people yes, don't. Lucky. So I think the, um, from what I've heard, you know, some career coaches say if you need a job, like, you know, definitely 
take it even if it's a pay cut and just keep looking mm-hmm. and hopefully something better or not better but more in line with what you were looking for comes along um which i think is a pretty fair assessment That's smart as well yeah at least you're you know you're getting something um yeah it's it's just it's just really all over the place. Like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Like, I think, you know, what I've really seen and I greatly appreciate and I think where people are going to s- see better chances is within your own networking circle. Like, I've had a lot of conversations, um, sometimes even people out of the woodwork that I haven't talked to in a while are like, hey, like, how 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 are you? We know that you, you know, were in hospitality. Like, how's that going? I'm like, not well. <laughs> um, and people have put me in touch with like, I might have a position soon, or I think you might be a good fit for this person. Do you want me to make an introduction? And I like, if I haven't said it, I apologize, but I'm so, so grateful to everyone that's done that because um, I mean, at least it's something then, you know, you kind of agree uploading your resume and then shoulder shrugging it. You're like, I hope this gets seen. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I've had a few people reach out and I've reached out to some old contacts and everyone's been so responsive. Mm-hmm. And that does feel nice that like kind of everyone I feel like everyone's yeah. like we're trying to figure this out together and helping each other where they can. Yeah. Um, But what are some of the um, search engines you're using to look? Because. I've been primarily using LinkedIn and mm. also for both looking for new positions and also, like you said, networking or looking at other companies that might sound interesting. Yeah, I actually get and it's helped. And honestly, I don't know if I set these up a while ago or if I just got on some lists, but they're, they've been working for me. Um, so I get email lists from LinkedIn, I, you know, with the different kind of search parameters and job titles that I was looking for. Um, LinkedIn, Glassdoor, Indeed. I was getting ZipRecruiter. And now that I think about it, they stopped emailing me. So I have to look into that. I've and then, them. Um, have I gotten anything through them? I mean, the, here's the good and the bad. I feel like everyone's posting for sure on Glassdoor, LinkedIn, and Indeed. So a lot of the jobs show up three times in all my right. emails. Right, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of depends on, you know, what platform they're using because sometimes, you know, they just link back to their corporate site. Right. I also um, I also heard from a career coach that maybe some companies like if you're if your dream company is working for I don't know like Nike they might not even use a platform like this like they might just go to their employees and see hey mm-hmm. we're hiring for this position do you know anybody and just hire um, and and post a job posting on their like career site. Um, which to be honest, I thought about that and I've gone to a couple companies and gone to their career sites, but, and I've seen them on LinkedIn as well. So I don't know how true that is. Um, but that's, yeah, I've definitely looked into some companies that I would be interested in working for and just looked I check, you know, periodically back at their website to see if they're actually hiring to Mm -hmm. see maybe if it goes there before it hits all the others. I was, you know, I, a recruiter had reached out via LinkedIn about a position. And I actually think I 
I was at my previous position through a recruiter and I had never used one before that. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, maybe I will look into that more because that might be a good avenue to go through. Again, I'm not sure. Yeah, I have a love-hate relationship with recruiters. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? I'm just going to be blunt. Like, they only work for you when they need you. Like, I usually, like, and that's fine. Like, I get it. Like, I'm not going to be the right fit for everyone. Like, they might not like me. I might not like you. Like, same, you know, like, same thing. But at least tell me. (laughs) Like, you're just not a good – like, I don't need you to tell me, like, they hated you. Um, because I've also noticed like, that too. Yes, yeah, so I also feel like sometimes I'm like I'm just super awkward, like, ah. <laughs> or like you know I'm like, don't be weird, Tatiana, don't be weird. <laughs> I feel the same way when I'm talking yeah. to those types of people, or and even the hiring people, I get very yeah. anxious. I'm just like I swear I'm not this weird. Maybe I am. I don't know. I'm awkward. Um, but then just you know like we're just not going to move forward. You're just not the right fit, and that's fine. But then it's like you never hear anything and i'm just like i just experienced that's just so this. rude okay mm-hmm. see yeah and that's that's what i find really rude and i get you guys are busy but so are we like <laughs> but the harder part is like when they've reached out so yeah the one i've had recently they reached out to me asked me mm-hmm. about a job she thought i was probably too senior for the position but i was still interested and curious and mm-hmm. had been messaging her back and forth and then just radio silence after I followed back up like where is this at you know did you she was supposed to find out a little bit more information about their entire package for me yeah never heard back it's been like a week and a half I mean it's it's customer service too like you know we we're in a client facing um positions usually like that wouldn't fly right why does it fly with you and your in your industry I just don't like it but um I've never had anything like any job I have gotten has been on my own. I haven't. Uh, well, you said you your last job was through a recruiter, so that's good. Well, I up. wasn't like with them, but oh, okay. fa- they had post a career. A recruiter had posted the position, mm-hmm. and I responded to them, and then okay. they brought me in and sent me on the interview with our last company, and that's how I ended up there. But. It wasn't like I was working. I had never been working with them before. I just saw the posting through them. Oh, okay. I will say I Uh did enjoy working with them during the hiring process because they helped me with the negotiations. Yes, that's that's true. And the kind of knew some background about the company and like where I could maybe get Mm -hmm. what was asking too much. And like that kind of insight is really nice to have. Yeah, that is true. They are good. Like it, you, you kind of, they're the middleman. So, and obviously mm-hmm. they want to get you the highest salary because they get a commission off of that. Right. So that is like the good part. Yeah. Um, that is a nice part of it. Yeah. But usually I just don't use recruiters. The one thing that, um, which I have to be honest, I'm not good at this just because I, I just feel like I'm super awkward. Um, but is messaging like the person that posted the job on LinkedIn and like making a connection. And I feel like I'm awful at that and I need to get better. Have you done this? Oh, interesting. Why do you think you're awful at it? I don't know. Cause it's in Wait, text, a recruiter it's, or just like a, any kind of job. It posting. doesn't matter. Like whoever, like sometimes a CEO can post the job to LinkedIn. Cause you know, some jobs it tells you who posted the job. Mm-hmm. Um, at times it's somebody in HR 
It could be right. an account manager. Sometimes it's the CEO. But um, I think you have a better chance of like you messaging like, hey, person, like, or connecting with them or something like wow. that in LinkedIn. And I'm just, I don't know. I just don't think I'm very good at the cold connection. <laughs> like, oh, wouldn't you find it kind of weird? Yeah, but at that point, like, so for me, I'm super shy and awkward. And especially during interviewing it, like, I get stressed for mm -hmm. whenever the interview set up, I'm stressed the entire time until the interview is over. Um, but with that kind of thing, I always just feel like I bet 7,000 people emailed him. I have nothing to lose. I'm just gonna oh, shoot over an point. email. I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah. So I know that I think, you know, that's what career coaches hopefully teach you. Have you ever thought about hiring a career coach? You know, it's so interesting. I have a friend that is kind of going into this field. And so I've been thinking about it a lot because I was asking her, you know, how it's going. And she's kind of telling me about the process. And mm -hmm. it does sound interesting. And it might be helpful, especially for me for interviewing tips. I know that's kind of another topic we wanted to talk about today. But um, kind of a segue into that is I get nervous. So it's harder to think straight when you're nervous, obviously. So even if though I've practiced or tried to research the company, it's a place that I d probably could use some more coaching on. I had a friend use a career coach and they used it for a specific industry and they found it really helpful for interviewing because the person, the coach kind of could anticipate and know a lot of the questions that they'd likely be asked. Mm -hmm. So they kind of reviewed a lot of those questions and scenarios and they just said they felt really prepared, which was awesome because I do find I'm always kind of guessing what they might ask me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know I, for some huge companies, you can find a lot of the questions they're going to ask online now. Oh, that's smart. Mm -hmm. That's really smart. I mean, obviously, like if you're applying to something that's in your field that you know, you should kind of pre-populate, you know, those questions and think through answers. So one other thing I wanted to bring up, and I think this, I found it really helpful and um, I had never thought of before. Um, again, it was a career coach. Um, she suggested asking, like, why is this job open? Which I had never done before. I don't know if you have. I've actually asked that question before. Oh, okay. Because, and she, she broke it down. She's like, you know, it could be that this is a new job and you want to set expectations. And I'm like, very true. Or like the person before got promoted and you might have big shoes to fill. Oh, interesting. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Or like, did you replace someone that was a poor performer? So you never know, like, do they have a bad taste in their mouth? Um, you know, you, are you up against what their pre preconceived notions from the last person? And I was right. like, oh, you know, that's really, that was really eye-opening because I'd never thought of that before. So it also can tell you a lot them. about the position that you're mm -hmm. applying for. Yeah, absolutely. I'll often ask like if they seem to have like any reservations about my experience that like might not be the perfect fit. Cause also what bothers me is like, you see these postings on LinkedIn mm -hmm. for jobs that say need someone with, and it's like 7,000 requirements. <laughs> and then they'll say, three years of experience. I'm like, okay, there's no chance yeah. if you've had three years experience 
you could fill all these requirements, which yeah. is so infuriating. So oftentimes I'll apply to me because I've had 15 plus years of experience. And sometimes I'm like, okay, there's no way someone has all these things. Yeah. Um, so I'll often ask like, what, um, like, what do you think would my be my biggest challenge for the person coming into this position on day one? Like what would be challenging about this role or is there something you should, I should know about, you know, this position. And so that will often like lead to a longer conversation about the position and then leaves me some information that I can like follow up with a thank you letter and like kind of reiterate things that they might have said that would be useful for that position. Yeah. That's good. But um, So one last thing that also annoys me, people are like, well, your job history has been this and we don't know if, you know, you could do this. I'm like, well, you know what, Kathy, (laughs) I can paint it blue. I can paint it pink. Like it's the same thing. (laughs) Like, Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that in our industry too, because we had very specific clients for so long, but I mean, really, it's like it's the same process. once you've been in account management, I think you can really apply it to a lot of other types of industries. It doesn't have to be entertainment and yeah. it's still servicing clients. Like you yeah. said, you, I mean, you can figure it out. I could do an ad for coffee or I can do an ad for Viagra. They're both like, <laughs> it's still an ad. Yes. Oh, yeah. So then learn. You'll figure it out. You'll do the research. Like I always, it's just, yeah. I feel like I don't know if now more than ever they're going to be trying to find more specific people just because they have such a big pool. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But um, I wish you all the luck. (laughs) Yeah, you too. All right. And on that note, I think we're going to wrap up this episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. And if you guys have any tips or tricks or anything that you want to share, I mean, I would love to hear it. I think Jill would too. So please, please (laughs) email us at coffee.life.allthethings at gmail.com or please comment on any Instagram post and you can follow us at coffee.life.allthethings. Yeah, so we look forward to hearing from you and we'll talk to you next week about all the things. things. <laughs> do, 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 do.